Welcome to the Ramblers with Dave Ramsey. A cornucopia of bespoke current events, jokes infused with travel tidbits. Storyteller, rambler, actor, writer, filmmaker. Big deal, heartbreaker. Big in China, medium size in America. Growing up in Asia, Ni Hao Ma, Warsher Nita Lao Shur, and diatribes regarding the military industrial complex and how the fatter the president, the worse off the country most likely is. This is not a safe place for you ramblers, Hippocratic, Democratic, Republican, Libertarian, or otherwise. We do, however, welcome the uninformed and the misguided. This is a safe place for you. Let's ramble. Hey, it's Dave Ramsey with the Ramblers. And Roger, uh, do you want your last name? Or no. no I, I hey, can't. it's Dave Ramsey. Well, whatever. It's Dave Ramsey with the Ramblers. My old friend Roger from China. He's lived in China a long time. Very long time. And he knows some tech stuff. He was. A, he's a. He is. Is was a musician, a videographer, a camera, a cinematographer. We worked an amazing short film together. That, by the way, I just showed somebody recently. <laughs> You did? Yeah, what man. What did they think? It's like this. You almost forgot about Fred, didn't you? No. An I actor of ours we used. He, uh, first time, first and last time actor. Wait, wait. It'd be what, funny if, like, Fred What was, did the person that you showed it to think about? She thought it was, uh, conf- maybe confusing and, uh, cheesy. I don't know. She was like, who's that? Who's that? What's this? Because it's all over the place. But Numchucks, everyone liked Numchucks. Numchucks was the best. So we found this guy... Uh, named Numchucks. That's not his real name, but he loved Numchucks, which, by the way, are illegal in England still to this day. And I read an article on teenage and China. Really? On teenage the teenage the cartoon Teenage Mutant Ninja Warriors. They had to edit turtles. out turtles. They had to edit out all the Numchucks. But Numchucks was probably the star of the show. We just like forced him in there. And by the way, I don't know if you remember, he was talking about GPS and the future of GPS technology. And this is like over 10 years ago. I do ago. kind and of. And now GPS, he was right. He's he right. Was, we were like, yeah, GPS. People use that on like, I don't know, a smartphone maybe. People give away <laughs> apps just so that they can collect GPS and track, information. Yeah, and track people. Exactly. It's true. Numchucks. So Roger. What was his name? I don't know. I, in fact, I put him, I credited him as Numchucks. I wonder could if he, is he on like WeChat or anything? That is one great thing about China is Chinese people's English names. Yes, you can choose whatever you want. Yeah. I still remember as a kid uh, in, gosh, the 80s or 90s. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty young, but I was probably like a baby. <laughs> so my parents yes. were over there in Qingdao, of all places, and they had a student whose name, he, he chose Echo. Echo, yeah. Which I think that's an awesome. Have you ever come across Echo before? I think that's a great name. I've come across a girl named Echo, but the there is a news article written by someone who taught in China, which you should look up because it's it's really comical, hilarious, and he profiles a Chinese student whose name was Hitler. No, oh, I think I heard about. You this. probably read this because I sent it to like everyone. And he's I knew like Hitler's like, Han Ming. He's yeah. so famous. And like, his, why not? And, and he like <laughs> asked Hitler's parents, like, really, you want to change this Hitler's kid's name, parents. right? And oh, wait, Hitler... wait, wait. This was like not a college student, like a child. It was a child that the parents, I, I guess the parents were happy with Hitler because <laughs> Hitler was a, like, I mean, and it is, I mean, I guess they have a, a slight point in that you're not going name. to forget Hitler. Yeah. By the way, Hitler comes up a little too much in my podcast. I'm very pro-Jew. I'm just going to say that right now. Because you say Jew like someone who's... <laughs> I know. That's how, Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm just telling you. I'm just trying to get a script sold, Roger. And they no okay. one wants to buy my script. 
because <clears throat> it doesn't have enough Jewish characters. It in will it. happen. I believe it. So you know what? I'm going to go back through. I'm going to change everybody to a, a Hasidic Jew in Civil War era Virginia. Joe. How can you say Joe? Like Joe. Joe. It's like I don't know. It's like a Chinese kind know. of pronunciation. Anyway, we're here. Alcohol. To, actually. So we're here to talk about the coronavirus yes. more than anything. Not to give. Uh, uh, even though all the Americans who lived in China were sure will enjoy our tidbits about Hitler and Echo and whatnot. But Roger is a vax, uh, vaccine. Roger is a medicine evacuee, a refugee. Roger to Roger is a coronavirus refugee. I am. Is that right? That's okay. true. That's true. So you escaped China under a hailstorm of of vaccine bullets being shot in the air. I don't know. What was happening? Well, as you guys know, if you followed kind of the story of this virus, when it started is kind of key to how it grew because it started right before the Chinese New Year break, which mm -hmm. is when China has the largest like migration of people like on Earth million, every year. Hundreds of millions. Hundreds of millions at least. Going yeah. home to see mom and dad, kind of like Christmas break from the States. Yeah, so basically my place of employment had a break uh, during that time and I came back to the States and after I came back to the States all of my tickets got canceled oh, uh, my return that. tickets yeah so wow. we couldn't we couldn't fly back even the tickets that I rebooked a few weeks later in hopes that those would work um, the next day is when the State Department upped the level to a level four warning of do not travel which is the highest level so you can't like it's almost impossible to get back into China is what you're saying. It is very, very difficult and cost prohibitive. You know, my parents were just flew to Thailand about three weeks ago for a, like a spring break conference, whatever. They were working at something in Chiang Mai. Yeah. And then their flight from uh, Thailand to Hong Kong was canceled. Yeah. And so they were like, had to find another alternate flight. AirAsia canceled the flights to Hong Kong of all places, which doesn't make much sense to me. But so if you could get to Hong Kong, though, you could cross the border at Lo Wu, walk across the border, maybe? No. Yeah, if the border's open. And I don't know the total situation to those, but a lot of... So the flights got canceled kind of in a, a two-fold manner. The first kind of wave of cancellations was just because of the State Department, uh, Trump, uh, who I like to blame for everything. And <laughs> yeah. uh, it was basically kind of a, a reactionary thing. And then the second wave was just because... After that, demand for any flights into even Asia just went down to almost nothing. So, but, but so there's like one flight because I know American Airlines and a couple other airlines canceled their flight to China or maybe Hong Kong as well. So yeah. does that mean the so is this the time to get cheap flights to Asia or is it is it, are they exorbitant and expensive because there's so few of them? Yeah, and I've only looked to try and get back to China because I I really. Honestly, I'm ready to go back, but there are no flights. Why do you hate America so much? Yeah. There are no <laughs> flights back to China uh, directly from America. There are zero flights, I believe. I don't, I, possibly on wow. some Chinese airlines, you could go like LA to Beijing. But as far as like American, United, and Delta, they're all canceled. Um, so you'd have to go like four different routes. You would have to, you would have to, to do some it. pretty crazy routes. I saw some guy recently who was talking about um, flying. He was stuck in Hong Kong and he was whining about it. He was he's trying. He's, I think he's trying trying to hit every country in the world or something. And somehow he's like stuck in Hong Kong and he can't even. He's thinking about taking a boat to Singapore because if he goes to Singapore, he'll be in quarantine. But somehow he's like in quarantine on the boat. Does that make sense? Uh, well, I don't know if the boat is what I would get on right now. <laughs> Well, record heard, record with boats and the virus. You is heard about not that right that now. boat in Japan though. They yeah they 
the took diamond. American citizens and they repatriated them back to the United States and they're at Lackland Air Force Base in Texas. That's correct. Which is great for them, but they found out 14 of them actually have the virus. Yeah. And they still put them on the same plane sharing the same stale air as the other people, which makes yeah. absolutely no sense to me. Uh, I think they... Their reasoning for it was that the the rate that it was spreading on that ship, I guess through the air... I mean, it must be through the ventilation system somehow. I assume they can separate them here based on if they're infected or not, but it doesn't show for a couple weeks or something. You don't, you've been, I don't even know that they know that yet. So when so just to scare some people in the United States, did no. you go out like... Yeah, uh, immediately. To, to Walmart? Immediately. Because there was no... When I like, got I gotta, here... Did you go to like a neighborhood indoor pool here, and start swimming around? Oh, with I've, like been, I've been everywhere. Yeah, I've been to every Walmart. And, and you know, something funny just to try to change it... Uh, uh, change the subject a little bit. Mm-hmm. One of the first things I did when I was here, because I was... I was hearing that masks were selling uh, were selling out uh, in were China. You to they were gone. Off people. Well, I did think about that, but I didn't do that because the reason I really didn't do that is because I could not buy them here because they were already cleaned out here. Because one of the first suspected they were cases cleaned out in, the States. in Texas, one of oh, wow. you, you can look. There was a CNN thing about it in late January, but one of the first suspected cases in the states was in Texas. What? Yeah. But and it, it turned out to... I thought it is Washington. Well, then there's an actual case in Washington. There was an actual case in Washington, but when, I think it was the third suspected case in, in all Texas. of the U.S. was a college student who had returned oh, from Texas Wuhan. Texas A&M, I think. At yeah. A&M. And because they, they found f- out he wasn't. You know how the news works. There's so much fear. Yeah. So basically, like, once they lose the fear angle, then the, the story just kind of drops. There is one thing I would like to ask you. I, I don't want to say that I, because I, I really am against conspiracies, but, you know, as a, as a person with the knowledge that you have okay. about the countries that are involved, okay. about the current political situation, yeah. on a scale of one to ten, because really the reason I cannot go back, and this is this is absolute truth, I cannot go back to my home in China, in China which I've lived there for almost 20 years, it yes. is my home, yeah. because the State Department has a, a level four do not travel warning. How much of that, on a scale of one to ten, how political... Do you think that do not travel warning is? Because it is for the whole entire country of China. So do you think that's a tariff? Because you're, are you alluding to the fact that it might be tariff related? Like a financial aspect of the tariff wars between Trump and China and Xi Jinping? Or what are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm thinking they are punishing China. China's economy because but it China, is such a let's, threat. Let's explain this to people in America and the and or the world who don't know this. China right now is under a situation, beer, pour the beer not on my computer please, <laughs> can't even hear it. Uh, China is now under a situation where basically all of Hubei province where Wuhan is based is is under what? Martial law essentially. Yeah, China China is another story, yeah. People, well I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to set the tone, the reason I'm doing this is because I'm saying they are hurting themselves economically in such a way and the next thing I want to ask you is like, is this is this as bad? I'm looking at a live view right now from the South China Morning Post based in Hong Kong, which they tell the truth a little bit more, even though it's owned by the guy uh, Alibaba. Completely agree with that. So this is 75,000 cases currently right now. It's a live view. 2,000 deaths, 2,000 deaths, and 14,000 people have recovered in China. Now. Do you think that number is accurate or not? Because China think, is known to cover up stuff, obviously. I, I, in this case, they <clears> seem to be a little bit more transparent because they're trying to, like, help knowledge is power and help stop the spread of things. 
What do you think? Yeah, I think I think that number is fairly accurate. You don't think it's a lot Although higher? Although live is a pretty strong word to use for it. Yeah, I would but say I, that. I would say it is um, maybe twenty four to forty eight hours behind the actual number. Because the reason I say that is because if you look at the past viruses, the way the percentage that of deaths that they had associated with them. Um, this one, I think they reported is currently at like 2.3%. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I, I think it's probably accurate. I think the biggest thing that really uh, made this one what it was is it started in this city of 11 million. It happened in a lot of very centralized locations. China, the cities in China are very compact, massive and compact. There were people who were trying to report it that they were suppressed. Yeah, the doctor passed away a couple weeks ago. Their information was suppressed, and because of that, it spread at a rate um, that, again, and yeah, I definitely would blame the government for that because that's, uh, you know, that's the problem with this not being able to say what the reality might be right in front of you because it doesn't jive with the... Yes, a lot of people Face. don't understand there's no freedom of speech in our freedom of the press in China either. Yeah, and I mean, although with Twitter, which is the Weibo in, in China, there is a little bit more openness, which is also the same reason why this doctor was persecuted, basically, or not persecuted. He had to write a, like. Yeah, thing but it's also it's also the way he, the way he was made a hero because yeah, they in, in a a, a but, pretty big turn of events, like the government did recognize him afterwards as true, a hero. They crazy. might have spun it around a little bit, but and they've but they've also arrested a journalist, a citizen journalist, sure. if you will, oh, and also a lawyer who's been reporting from the scene. Which is crazy that those guys wouldn't even do anything but just like filming inside a hospital. Who cares? And showing like body bags. Like obviously we know something's like that is happening. So I want to touch on a couple, two more things. One thing is the conspiratorial aspect. Of, I don't know if you heard about this Harvard doctor, Yale doctor who was arrested, who had done work in China and was on the government tab. And then secondly, wet markets. And we'll, I want to touch on that a little bit too and like what they're selling there. And, that's, and then I'm going to talk about a little bit about the racism and xenophobia. I was quoted in the newspaper a couple weeks ago because there was a Chinese uh, spring festival at one of the big malls in town. Okay. And they canceled it right. because... Uh, they said because of you know uh, of concern about the virus spreading, even though no one has the virus in this in this in the whole country at the time. Yeah, they were concerned about it because a bunch of Asian Chinese looking people, even though like the people doing the lion dances stuff were Vietnamese Americans who right. lived their whole life in this country. Right. So it's just utter and complete racism towards Asian people. I totally and agree. no one stood up for it. And I was quoted in it as like the lone white person. And then uh, my friend, she's Vietnamese American who does public relations. She was quoted in it, and the story went nowhere because no one cares, you know. But ultimately, right. why they obviously closed it down because they were agents. They said like out of an undue concern uh, of abundance of caution, right? For the fact that yeah, okay. Right. So so my whole point, and not to get on this again, and I, my quote was something along the lines of. If they're going to close the mall or cancel this event, they should close the mall in entirety because, you know, 10,000 people have died from the flu in this country this year. Right. Within two to three months. Right. So it's no worse than the flu, ultimately, is what this disease is. And even so, maybe it is worse than the flu. No one has it here anyway. Right. So that's another aspect that's just crazy to me that that actually happened in America and we're such a free country and we don't discriminate. But the smaller, lower, quote-unquote, minorities don't always get the attention they deserve, I think. Essentially, the whole situation with this American scientist who was on the payroll of the Chinese government, 
He got arrested. Don't know if you heard about this. Apparently, people are saying he worked in Wuhan and, and like the, the biomedical lab right. is somewhere. Have you heard anything about that? Because it sounds yeah, very I, shady to me, this conspiracy theory. Yeah. At the same time, go ahead with what your thoughts are on that and I'll talk about the wet market. Well, for the last thing, I've tended to bypass those articles. I've seen the headlines quite a bit, but they just sound so conspiratorial that I can't click, I can't bring and myself to click on possibly it. Possibly racist or whatever. Racist, yeah, everything. I mean, I, generally the way I view the news, especially about this virus, is the most kind of clickbaity, fear-baiting. Yeah. Which is what we're trying to do here, by the way. No. Yeah. No, I want you mean. to say, like, you barely escaped without No, that. I'm not like saying you, that. <laughs> you could feel like you were catching be disappointed. And then you got on the plane and you no, were fine. I know. I'm, I'm not. Even if I have to pay for my own food tonight, I'm oh, not no. doing that. <laughs> so, I was going to say, last thing in regards to the wet market. So Wait, I haven't, I haven't asked, asked, answered. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. But I want to talk, we have some experience in the wet market filming. Oh, we do? Yeah. Uh, yes, we do. And one of the last remaining wet markets. But go ahead. Yes. Yeah finish with your conspiracy It's not theory. remaining anymore, by the way. I know, I know. I know. But it was at the time. So um, this stuff, of course, happening. is going to be more numbers every time. Yeah, it's going to be Because more you have more revenue. people every time. And so, of course, it's going to happen. Of course, it's going to happen in places like China. Of course, it's going to grow in places like there. It doesn't happen in India because it's so flipping hot there. And yeah, these viruses... happen in India? Though? Because these viruses start it's in like the cold. It's like too hot. Yeah, it's too hot. They this virus will die because of warm weather. Yeah, just true. like SARS did. Yeah, just like MERS did. Yeah. Just like all of these viruses did. Now they get stronger to survive, so but adapt next winter. It could come but our science gets stronger as well. So vaccinations, I, kids, try it. Absolutely. And I will say this: you're right. What's interesting, I will say China as a government, I applaud the way they overreact to these situations sometimes. But they are limiting people's freedom, like, insanely. I don't know how people are so... How are people making money? Restaurants are all closed down. In America, I believe... Because, and now, I think it's great we have the freedom, but I think we underreact sometimes to these things. Like, if a big medical yeah. scare hap happens in America, the only reason we get by is because we have a small population, yeah. right? Because I think they overreact, <clears throat> even though they... You say 1.5 billion people, maybe they need to. I think in the United States, we underreact sometimes to these kinds of type of situations. Yeah, so I can tell you that the city I live in right now is 8 million people. And you, and there's only, uh, there's 39 confirmed cases right now. It was higher, but some of those people recovered. No one has died there. 8 million people, 39 cases. No. You cannot walk 11 in. 11 million people. Or is it, how, yeah, how, 8 million in the really kind of vicinity. Okay. But in the city Probably. I live in, not Wuhan, this is like the city I live in. Sorry, 8 million, you're right. So you cannot walk into a... You need to have an app on your phone oh, that's right. from yeah. the disease department and you cannot walk into a store. One of the few stores that's open, like the convenience stores, like a 7-Eleven, a small grocery store, or a pharmacy without scanning your app. And then when you go back you, to your residence... Because all of the residences are like apartment complexes. Gated when you enter, yeah, gated. When you enter the gates of your residence, you must scan your app again and get a temperature check. Like uh, it's a Q, like a QR code, right? That you have. It's a have. QR code. You have a QR code that's linked to Crazy. your 
passport slash uh, Shenfeng Zheng, which is your Chinese ID card, kind of like our social security numbers here. And I've seen on LinkedIn where people are talking about, well, this is a way to make money now because now everything is moving to this world, right? Well, there was an interesting article about the way that China is actually going to advance quicker because of this virus. Basically, offline shopping is Mm -hmm. done after this. What they're saying is that people are not going to go back to their... Uh, some people might have had, had habits to go to wet markets, which we didn't really talk about a lot, but they they had habits of going to these places to get vegetables. Those are gone right now because there are no wet markets open. The family members I still have there or the, the my friends who are still there, um, they have not, and I'm not kidding you about this, they have not left their house, the, the majority of them. They get fresh vegetables, fresh fruit, fresh Food delivered, meat delivered daily to their house. With someone with a mask on. No, you don't even see the person. They hang it on your door and they message you when the food is on wow, your that's door. Crazy. Well, that's crazy. That's what Amazon Prime does too. Like they yep. took a photo of the paper towels yep. and left them out front. You know where it is. That's yep. crazy. Yep. So if you don't know what a wet market is, essentially it's live animals all in a market. And as a kid growing up, I grew up in China. That's every. That's the only market they had. And my my parents, when they moved over there, they were just like blown away. Like, this is the only market. And you like pick out a chicken, they take the chicken, they wring its head, and they throw it. Now, when you, now, a few few years ago when we filmed there, they threw the chicken in like a washing machine that defeathers yep, it. Yep. And they, and you would, you'd see fish that were like either alive or close to yeah. alive. You would have snakes swimming around in water. Yeah. They take it, they smack the snake's head on the concrete. Yep. They put the snake's head on a, on a nail strip it down and de de-skin it, it or yep. whatever skin it and yep. that's how you had and the train yeah. was going back in the background all the slow speed train not the high speed train yeah now what a beautiful day that was by the way we're fine remember how cold i just remember it feeling cold but at the same time like we got some really see, good film I, it, do you have a beautiful. website for this yeah, podcast? yeah. so you should there. you should put a little bit of I know, that, that 30 second clip that you know, i've showed it to people it's really it's cool fun. well it's yeah. also funny me doing that face that i'm doing yeah. that music yeah but it is the penultimate example of a wet market and i think the reason i'm i mean i don't know this the reason i think of them as wet markets is because generally the whole floor of the place is wet because they're watering down vegetables or or the fish are flopping out water that's a good thing to explain too that's that's why it's called well i think it's also because it's live and you have blood and you have everything everywhere right and that's why they think this coronavirus came from that situation in the wet market we went to that was like chickens pig like normal stuff you eat on a regular basis where we were is not as much of it doesn't have as many of those like really crazy this market apparently had uh pangolins pangolins and just like bats bats and just all sorts of strength supposedly had that so and that's why like you know hey maybe humans shouldn't eat eat, be eating things of that nature i don't know i have eaten a bat before Tell me about it. How and it Laos. Oh, was that the bat soup? Or no, I ate a, uh, like a, a barbecued dollars? bat. Uh, it was definitely not 500 bucks because like I wouldn't have wings? had it. wings? Or like the I body? Ate, I just had a bat on a stick and I chewed on it. Why it did was, you do that? Because Who were you was, trying to impress? I, were you drinking I, beer Lao though? That's the most definitely. I was definitely okay. drinking beer there's Lao. A cow, there's a place, cow noodle place in town that has amazing noodles. And they have beer Lao, and I ordered it. It's like $3. Okay. Well, thanks, Rogers. Rogers. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Cheers. Honestly, I really do believe we gave people a lot of good information. Good thanks. to see you again, Dave. Hey, and yeah. thanks, I hope buddy. the virus evades you and your family and all Thank the listeners so out there. <laughs>
Hope you make it home <laughs> virus-free. Hope you make it back to Kunming so I can visit you. I need a place to stay. Hey, my it, cousin's leaving. What's he that doing? Out. He's beep, like, where's he going? Beep the city name out. I told you not to. Not to oh say my where god, from. that's the one. No, the, oh, well, the Chinese government will be after oh, me. Be after you anyway. You think you didn't Google your name in the city? Possibly. Why do you have right, a, a Swiss flag hanging in your studio? Well, we went hiking one time in uh, Switzerland. We stayed there as a family. This is where you fade out. Yeah, the podcast. Fade out okay, the good. Fade out. Right. We went to Switzerland and we hiked around. We'll, By the way, we'll I, fade it out naturally because you don't have every, the money to actually everyone, fade it out. Yes, I do. <laughs> Everybody was like hiking with sticks like this, and I was like in the water running around like a crazy American from Texas. That's what I was doing. Running in the water, went up to the glacier, in Switzerland? freezing cold, put my feet in there. It was beautiful. And beautiful. they were laughing at you while they ate their fondue from up on the, the, the highlands. Yes. Whew. Yeah. Man. I... Good <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.